Good afternoon, everyone. This is your first episode of this new podcast. I decided to change it, so there will be um, some changes. I decided I couldn't do the Yu-Gi-Oh! one because I just don't have the time. So instead, I will be reading you fanfiction. For your first episode, it will be chapter one of one of my fanfics, just because I haven't gotten into contact with any... um, author so it's not an ego thing it's just um I would like to get permission from other authors before I start reading their fanfics so we're going to read today where is a mandu man sorry where's a mandu mando when you need one nope still can't do it sorry all right try this again where is a mando when you need one by Flora Soren. This can be found on AO3. And the characters in this is Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jaster Mareel, Qui-Gon, Mace Windu, and Master Yoda so far. And additional tags are Qui-Gon has bad habits, he's a lazy Jedi, Jaster is everyone's dad, Obi-Wan learns things about his master without his master around. You could potentially blame Yoda for this. Inspired by the punch Qui-Gon and adopt Obi-Wan challenge. We also hate Cry in this house. Maybe not all the times, since it depends on what trope I'm going with. Bars, baby Jedi, kidnapping, traditions, or bantha shit at their jobs. Mace does not take shit from everyone. Qui-Gon has problems. Alright, so this is chapter one. A Padawan in a bar. Master Qui-Gon Chin felt more at home in a seedy bar than he did at the temple. Here, rules were to be followed. Everyone knew that messing with another could lead to potential death. But there was also an unspoken rule to not go messing about in others in other people's business, which Jedi were famous for doing. So he and his kind were put up with, but only because they would take a limb if threatened. Usually, Qui-Gon would already be at the bar with a pint of the local ale, finding someone receptive to him in the force. However, the persistent nag at his side brought unwanted attention from the other patrons. Most knights were alone if they had a Padawan. They either stayed at one of the many temples around the galaxy or never went to a bar like this. It was found upon in both cultures. Yet, here he was with little Obi-Wan Kenobi, who stood silently at his side like a Padawan should. He had adhered to the rules a bit too much for cries liking. He wanted someone who wouldn't just listen because he was told unless it was from Kwai himself, of course, and someone who would question things, unless it was Kwai. His word was final, obviously, and so he found himself wishing he hadn't let Master Yoda pawn the little initiate off onto him. Go find the table and stay there, Kwai hissed. Obi-Wan quailed in the force, but did as he was told, without an outward sign of his nervousness. After Melinda slash Dan, he gotten better at hiding his fidgeting. Kwai was glad he had left the child there. That is, until the council practically threatened taking his title away, that he went to go get him. Quiet slid up to the bar, ignoring some of the, the glares coming his way. Obi-Wan found the only table he, that had been left open. He found a bet as he sat down to wait for his master to stop wasting their time. Their target wouldn't be here because it was just far too obvious a place to hide, or to get payment for a job. He tugged thoughtfully on his penalty braid as he searched the force. There was danger all around, but mostly didn't want anything to do with him or his master. Except the green, reptilian-looking Trendoshans. 
They wanted a fight. They wanted to make a mess of things, and their intentions in the forest were loud and clear to Obi-Wan. Of course, he'd heard tales of their species kidnapping Force-sensitive children, which was why masters were discouraged to bring their Padawans to bars, of all places, and using them as a challenge for their own younglings to hunt down and sometimes kill. Master Yoda had gone after younglings before, when he was a knight and took care of a rather cruel Trandoshan brood who also tortured the Force-sensitive children. Obi-Wan opening openly watched them too as his thoughts traversed the old stories that were told in the creche. He should go find Master Qui-Gon. But when he poked at their training bond, he felt nothing. Not for the first time did he wish his master was far more receptive to him. Yes, he had made a mistake as far as the Jedi were concerned, but when were they going to realize that the Force told him to stay by the young side? When would they know that he had done right by the Force and he hadn't betrayed his Jedi vows? A chair slides back and everyone darts a look at the Trandoshans who glared at anyone nearby until the area was only slightly cured of anyone hanging around to stop them. Obi-Wan felt the warning in the forest, and his master still hadn't appeared. In fact, he darted his eyes back towards the bar. He'd gone completely. Obi-Wan sighed. This was going to end in a disaster. The forest practically promised it. The Tendroshan came towards him. Obi-Wan stood on the table and lit his saber. You're going to leave me alone, he said, standing firm. He wasn't afraid of adults. He'd take them down if he had to. Unlike before, when he was saberless, this time he had an edge. What is a little Padawan like you supposed to do? One large male came forwards. He had a net in his hands, and everyone knew he'd be the decoy. He angled himself away from the wall, blocking him to one side, and took on a defensive stance. Leave him alone, a vocoded voice hissed. He hadn't noticed who was at the table next to him. Obi-Wan didn't take a look because that would have given the hunters the chance they needed. Stay out of this, Mendoa. He isn't for your hunts, the other replied, and then shot the lead one in the arm. It cried out and lurched back. Obi-Wan sprang forwards as the force willed and sliced another at the leg and fell backwards. Good thing they tended to regrow their limbs. Obi-Wan didn't feel badly about delimbing one at all. The fight was over in a parsec more, and the group gathered their injured and huddled off towards the entrance of the door. The bartender came over, like somewhat perturbed at the mess. Please put it on my master's tab, Obi-Wan said as he put Saber away. The bartender simply nodded, knowing that the Jedi would pay. Speaking of, where's that Sleemo? Obi-Wan's knight in Mando armor asked. He turned, finding that the Mandoa also wore a wide red cape. Probably off getting drunk with some females, he shrugged. Not a lot of people at the temple knew about Kra's habit of picking up sentience at bars. The Mandoa stood there and thought for a long second before grabbing Obi-Wan's arms. Hey! He hauled the child off his feet and slung him over a shoulder. He took Obi-Wan's lightsaber as well. Let's teach him a lesson about leaving his ad unattended in a bar, the Mandalore said as he strode off with the Jedi youngling trying to talk him out of it. The patrons of the bar watched silently and didn't do anything. After all, Mandalore took parenting pretty darn seriously, and it would be better off for the kid than the temple he came from anyway.